marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. Running like this. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome everybody to what is the last episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans of 2018. Yep, that's right. You can listen to all the episodes from 2018 and 2017 and 2016 and 2014 on MarkingOut.com. You can also rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon. Uh, Stitcher Radio, you can find all those episodes there as well. We'll have a bunch of new episodes coming in to the 2019 year, but this is the last for 2018. Social media-wise, facebook.com slash out, twitter.com slash out, email us, out one at gmail.com, youtube.com slash out 11 where this year we put out Cooking with Brandon episode 7. And as it was well a flop. as 6, episode 6 as well. Yes, episode 7 was a flop, episode 6 was great. What do you mean, episode 7 is not a flop? Yeah, it was a flop. No one liked it. What are you talking about? Everybody loved it. Yeah, the the, the three, the five people that saw it. No, no I had... love them all. Yes, I know. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, yes, youtubecom slash out 11 My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'm also sitting here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore mo. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing great. Really? How about you? How we're are gonna you? start calling him Davy the Tiger. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Thank you for asking. And we're also sitting here with Brand Cornette, who you can follow on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? Does it sound like I'm doing awesome as always? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's Brandon House right there. I don't, I, can't, I don't have a Cornette impression. Yeah, and I certainly can't curse. So. Yeah. But no, I'm doing I'm doing awesome as always. Trying to play, and you're not trying to cling on to being relevant. Cling on? What? <laughs> no, you're not cling on either. <laughs> no, Brandon, that's not from Star Wars. No, it's Star Trek. Yeah, okay. Brandon. Okay. <laughs> so what's good? What's well, uh? We had Christmas. How was your week? Yeah, how was it? How was your uh? How was your your day day out, boys? Did you get any Chinese food? See any movies? Let's see. Um, I, I sat around. I watched some Doctor Who, and I worked on a PowerPoint presentation. It's presentation. Oh, same thing. Woo! I worked on that. Yeah, uh, I just worked on a PowerPoint presentation on uh, the arthral kinematics of uh, the joints of your body. Oh, that sounds just, fantastic. You know, just for fun. What about uh, you, Brandon? I did, dog? I did have Chinese food. Nice. I, I wasn't going to. My, yeah, my you, were, dad, you were like you were like fiending for it last week oh on the show man, for for a month. It I didn't even scratch that itch. I really didn't. <laughs> I still want more because it was buffet Chinese food, so it's not like it's not the same as if I would go to like a, an all you can eat sit down place. How did you say that word? A buffet. Oh, I think you said buffet. A buffet. You thought I said buffet? Yeah, some of that. I was just like, wow, that's okay. weird. Yeah, so my, my dad asked if I wanted to go grab uh, grab some food or whatever and see a movie, and he says the movie title he wanted to see. I was like, ah, I don't want to see that. What movie? What movie? The, I think it was Dick. Is that the movie? Is oh, it about Dick? Dick Cheney. Yeah. Right? 
And uh, uh, and then he was like, uh, I was like, so you want to? It's the name of the movie. You could say you could say on the show. It's fine. I well, I wasn't sure if Dick was the name of that film. Yeah, it is. And I was uh, I was like, so you want to get uh, Chinese food instead? And he goes, how about Ben's? I was, like, I was like, no, no, thank you. I'm oh, turning <laughs> down Benz. Yeah, I don't want Benz. I want Chinese food. All right. So yeah, sure. I went. I went on Christmas Day. Got some Chinese food. There's a mm-hmm, kid right. in there making fun of the buffet at the buffet, and it's like, kid, you don't make fun of the food you're eating while you're eating it. He's like, look, they have. All the reindeer up there. There's Dasher and Dancer and Rudolph and Vixen and Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And, uh... <laughs> cool. What about the rest of your week, Brandon? <laughs> no, that was about it. I went to uh, Madison Square Garden last night for the... Did uh, you have fun? the house show. The live event. Sorry, Mr. McMahon. Uh, yeah, enjoyed it. Did you end up uh, getting able... Were you able to get me an autograph? No, because you didn't ask for one. You were very what? difficult. No, you were being very difficult. I asked you for no. a John Cena. No, you're like if I uh, if you find one that you like, can you get? Yeah, it Yeah, well, me? I wasn't gonna make you go out of your way or anything. You said if you if no, I find one, if I hey, find one said, that I like, then yeah. can you get it for me? Yeah, if it looked good, and then you said that you would check after the show. No, I didn't say that. And yeah, I did. No, I didn't. Also. All Not the John nice. Cena ones were gone after the show, regardless, which is one pro wrestling tees dot com slash marking out. Yeah, I forgot nice. to mention our shirts at pro wrestling tees dot com slash marking out. Yeah, but all the Cena ones were gone after the show. They had Balor and Rollins, and Rollins is such a god awful signature. Him, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch. At least Becky Lynch put some doodles around hers. Just, I, don't, I don't think she did. She put doodles around anymore with the whole man gimmick. I would assume so. I don't know. I wouldn't assume so. I guess she wants to be all tough and rough. She can't put doodles around it. Does she sign the man? I don't know. I, ho- I hope she does. I also got my uh, my Evolution numbered ring mat plaques in the mail mm-hmm. this week. I got the uh, the one with Trish Stratus and Lita. I figured because, like, you know, it's a big thing they're coming back to do. A, a first ever women's pay-per-view. And then I got the Mae Young Classics final match. And okay. my my May Young Classic final match is number thirteen out of uh, two hundred and fifty, and the Tristratus nice. and Lita one is number three of two hundred and fifty. Wow! And I've never had when I when I get plaques like that. I'm never I never get a, such a low number. It's always like in the hundreds or in the two hundreds. That's very rare. Yeah. So I was hoping I was hoping for a lot more out of that house show, but it was it was good. It has mm-hmm. a very weird ending to it. What was the end? So, I think for the very first time, I, I mean, as far as I, like, in my knowledge of live events, I don't think women have ever, like, main evented a live event like that. Mm-hmm. So, at least for Madison Square Garden, I don't think. But last night, they had, uh, the SmackDown brand had a, uh, had women main eventing theirs as well, but... The main event for the one at the Garden was Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey, which is the exact same match we saw in July at the house show. Live event, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, the only difference there was that Alexa Bliss was the referee. But so it, it ends 
with it ends with that match and Riot Squad run in to attack Rousey. And Tamina and Nia Jax join in, and then Ember and Natty make the save. And uh, it ends up where uh, uh, Mickey James, Dana Brooke, Alicia Fox, they run out. Sasha Banks and Bailey run out. So they're all like brawling, and it ends with all the faces on top. I thought it was going to be like a Royal Rumble hype. But instead, it's a house show. Yeah, but I, they they had they had storyline. This ha- dude, this house show, this live event was the weirdest thing because it had storyline involved. In mm-hmm. that they had um, they had Balor, Ziggler, and McIntyre open the show. Afterwards, McIntyre cuts this long promo about how 2019. I, I'm pretty sure he said 2019 is like his year or something. And he's he's like calls out um, who does he have the cage match with on Monday? Don't know. Ba- either Balor or Ziggler, and he's like Ziggler, Ziggler versus McIntyre. Yeah, so he was like storylining it up with Ziggler, and I was like, "What?" I was <laughs> I was hoping for for Cena versus Gargano, but that that didn't happen. You got a picture That's though. Cool. How how was the NXT match? How did those guys do? It was really good. Gargano ended up being in it on the heel side. Uh huh. He was supposed to be on the face side, got replaced by Matt Riddle, and it was announced Undisputed Era with Tommaso Ciampa versus uh, Ricochet, Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream, and Aleister Black. And then after Undisputed Era comes out, Gargano comes out. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't tell me Ciampa was replaced by Gargano. But that wasn't the case. Uh, Bobby Fish sat out of the match, and it was DIY and Undisputed Era. That's a pretty cool match. Yeah. Pretty cool debut. Yeah. Yeah, all of them make their their Madison Square Garden debuts. But I wanted so bad. Dude, when they had the uneven amount of people, I was like, yo, is John Cena about to come out and even the odds and be on the face NXT team? Well, he ended up facing uh, Corbin. (laughs) Yeah. That's why Baron Corbin came out and does the whole 10 count gimmick. And uh, when it gets to 10, Vince McMahon's theme song hits. Vince comes out. Huge reaction. Yeah. And uh, it was, well, it's Madison Square Garden, kid. Let's start the count all over again. No, I don't know what he said. But he starts the count over again, lets it get to the 10 count, declares Baron Corbin a winner over Braun Strowman. And then people are booing. He goes, oh, this is Madison Square Garden, pal. I'm going to, you got to wrestle. I'm going to give you an opponent who's had more Madison Square Garden moments, more than Hulk Hogan. More than Bruno San Marchino, more than Steve Austin combined. And then he introduces John Cena. So yeah. as much as I didn't want to see Cena versus Corbin, the whole setup around uh the match I thought was really good. So it made the match it made the match better. Well, that's very cool. I'm happy that you had fun. And uh everything else went well with your week? Yeah. I, that's about good. it. Really. All right. I got introduced to some more uh, Filipino food at work. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, there's these little things called Torinos, like which is Torinos? pretty much. Uh, it's like, uh, what is it? It's banana. It's kind of like a blintz, except filled with the uh, banana. What is it? Pan- plantain? Plantain. Plantain. That's what it is. Plantain. And... It's like with banana and cherry or berries. It was really good. Then I had some, I forgot what they're called, but some egg rolls. And, oh, man, it was delicious. I could eat this food forever. 
Um, what was this called? It was called a ca- cassava cake. It's uh-huh. gr- grated cassava, cassava root, which is star- like a starchy sweet potato. Uh, purple yam, like they call it ube. Evaporated milk, condensed milk, and shredded young uh, coconut. And then the fill- sounds like a uh, tri- like a tres leches cake almost. Yeah, it was so thick and rich, but. <laughs> um, and then the new tell us wine. how wide it was. <laughs> and then they also had uh, <laughs> thank you. Then they also had pa- uh, pancit, which is the Filipino noodles, and the egg rolls that I was talking about. They're lumpia Shanghai. Oh, lumpia. Yeah. Oh, it, my friend, my friend Kyle used his mom used to make lumpia all the time. When we went to his house. It was great. Oh yeah, you know of it? Lumpia. Oh, I know about lumpia. Oh yeah. It's it was so good. I that mean, says this is the uh, the egg roll gimmick. <laughs> Yeah, it was really, really good. It says lumpia is the egg roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lumpia is the is the egg roll. Oh, I thought you said were noodles. No, no, the noodles was uh, pan- pancine. Um, let me just see. It pan- was the one. Pancit. Uh, pancit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah. Pancit. Um, pancit. Whatever. I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, it. but so so good. Yeah, everything else. My week went really well. Uh, oh. But no, no Chinese Christmas food was, on Christmas? Christmas was my first day off since, I guess, the Rangers game. But before that, it was Thanksgiving. Um, no witch, th- no Chinese food. No, uh, no Chinese food. Just had the uh, had that, the Filipino food and some, uh, what else? Some chicken. And some, oh, some chicken and salad, you know? But, yeah, that was pretty oh. much it. What about so, you, Chris? Chris How was you... your... Uh, did you get a, a new red bicycle or a blue? Yeah, tricycle? it did actually. Wow, it nice. did. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't, but no, I got sick as a dog on Christmas Eve. Oh my! Oh, yeah, this on purpose. 24, no, this twenty-four hour bug just like kind of ripped through my house Christmas Eve. Uh, but I was at work all day at the restaurant, so I was sick as a dog on Christmas Eve, and my manager would let me go home because we were so busy and we'd be understaffed. So I just had to suck it up and I ate four airborne and did you have any eggnog no I, I didn't I haven't like even on like, Christmas day like I had one drink I had one glass of bourbon and that was it usually like Christmas Eve, like Christmas day like me and Rich will go like hard but like I couldn't do it because I had the stomach bug the day before and I was still feeling like hot garbage so like I had to have one drink with him at least so I did that um it was funny, too, because I wanted to mention this on the show, and Dave mentioned this. There was that WWE PC video, like, what everybody wants for Christmas, and that Dave posted in our Marking Out group chat. And Matt Riddle was like, I hate Christmas, but I love <laughs> Christmas for the fact that – I mean, I love Christmas. I freaking love Christmas. I have my shirts and my pajama pants and everything like that. Well, that reminds but, like, me. Sorry to cut you off there. What's the deal with flannel? What do you mean? What do you uh, mean? Everybody on Christmas Day was posting pictures of them and their and their families in matching flannel. It's, I don't know. It's a stupid uh, thing. It's a silly thing. My family doesn't do it. We all have our own individual pajamas. Also, not, under your tree, under your tree, all the gifts are they different? Do they have different wrapping paper, or all they are they all the same wrapping paper? No, Madeline got particular wrapping paper. Jordan got particular wrapping paper. Okay, good. Um, but Christmas Day was fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Matt Riddle. Christmas is now about watching the kids get really excited, and both of them woke up at 5.30 in the morning, running out of their rooms, screaming for presents and Santa, and they were uh, pleasantly surprised with all the stuff they got. But do you Jordan, hate it now like he does? No, I no? still love Christmas. 
I still love Christmas just for the fact that it's just like fun. So the what kids did have a great time? I get to live through my kids. It's great. What did what did you guys get them as opposed to Santa? What did we get them? Uh, we got them. You know those fingerling, those like little robot monkeys that you can put on your finger and walk around with. Well, no, you don't. Robot <laughs> monkey. Yeah, it, long story. It, I don't even ask about it. But Santa got them. Santa got Jordan. Since this is a wrestling podcast, we should keep wrestling related. Uh, but my, you always say that, but we're trying to branch out. I know we are, but still, <laughs> people that want to listen to wrestling talk by wrestling fans, and this is wrestling talk by wrestling fans. We're pro talking by. Jordan got a wrestling ring. Uh, Jordan got a Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns two pack, and he was excited about that. He goes, "It's Braun and Roman Reigns." And then <laughs> Maddie got an Alexa Bliss action figure, and cool. she just called, and she looked at it. She's like, "Oh, I got a wrestling guy," <laughs> which was good. And Christmas morning, they were sitting there beating each other up, and Jordan, Jordan didn't know. Jordan was like slamming the figures down on the wrestling ring, and uh, he's. Like he cut his finger what? doing it. Maybe yeah, you gotta was... maybe you gotta call up uh, Matt and Brian and get him some lessons. <laughs> well, no, I told him like yeah, I told him like there's an art to playing with action figures, and I showed him. But now he's he's getting he's he's getting it now. Which yeah, is, which is... What did he do though? He just like slammed the Braun yeah, Strowman. Sl- it was Strowman, yeah, guess... wasn't it? Yeah, it was probably Strowman. It's, it's a beast of a figure. Yeah, it's even the, it's it's the it's the basic too, and it's it's and just an elite of it's a. It's probably it's probably really heavy. Yeah, it was pretty heavy, but yeah. So they got that stuff. At the well, wait. So what did Santa get them as opposed to what you and Rachel? Got? Santa got they got Funko Pops and they got clothes and stuffed animals and what else did they get? They got these really silly things like called Scruffaloves, where the, there's these like it's it's a, a toy that's sponsored by the ASPCA, so it's like an animal that was abandoned and then you get this animal and you're supposed to wash it and comb its hair and blow dry it and then it turns into a stuffed animal what yeah so they got that and then they got what else they got there jordan got a bunch of mario stuff um no uh no board games oh jordan got mario checkers oh yeah and he's king me yeah (laughs) 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 um and what he got a giant wreck at Ralph that smashes things and Maddie got a swimming baby and Jordan got a swimming puppy. They swim in the tub. It's great. Um and that's that's that. Do you guys, cool. do you guys do the the Christmas breakfast morning? Well, we do one thing in my family throughout my entire family is my mom, when we were younger, used to make these like cheesy biscuits that were similar to the red, red lobster. lobster. Yeah, but not Red Lobster. So I make those every single morning. I'm the only one that eats them. So <laughs> that's what it. That's it is what it is. Um, and Christmas Day was fine. And did then did we you went, like the carrot that was left out for Rudolph? No, I didn't. We didn't leave a carrot out for Rudolph. Oh, we I, thought, let, I thought you were going to leave a carrot out. Oh, like before we had kids, we used to leave whiskey and chocolate chip cookies out for Santa. But now my wife. Before you had kids. kids, who was doing yeah, it? Me. I was leaving cookies up for Santa. Come on. Listen, I'm not going to break any seven-year-old kid's spirit saying that they're marginally on the borderline of believing in Santa Claus or not. Right? No, but who – you are not a seven-year-old kid. But still, listen, man. Got to get in the holiday spirit. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't leave a, a bottle of Manischewitz underneath the uh, menorah for Hanukkah Harry, Branton. Hanukkah Harry's a sketch. He doesn't exist. Yeah, he exists. 
No. Hey, hey, now we, we don't have to bash Chris for what he does or does not I do. Know. I was just exactly. saying I was just simply saying it's funny because he was leaving it out for, for Santa. Meanwhile he was <laughs> how old before Jordan was a thing? Uh twenty five he's five twenty seven. So oh, boy. yeah. So and while Brandon last night was at NXT, I was at some was, other thing that had WWE. Whatever, whatever it was. That was the only thing I really would want to go for. Uh, that was somebody, the... the person next to me, left after that match. They were like, I'm leaving. I came here just for this. I was like, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I would have looked him directly in the face and said, Mark. Oh, man. But um, I went to uh, a Harry Potter exhibit that had artifacts from the movie, and it had a bunch of old things about... Um, like wizardry and witchcraft and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. Did we they have the... any Whiffle Puffs or whatever they're called? Puffle Puffs? Or... Yeah, no. No, they had, like, pictures and they had, like, actual, like, memoirs from J.K. Rowling while she was, like, getting the concept together of the book. It was really cool. I we really enjoyed ourselves. Did they have any glasses or wands or anything? Yeah, they had wands. Um, they had some paintings. They had... Some of the costume design from the stage show that uh, I saw and I spoke about on the podcast. Where was this? Uh, the New York Historical Society. Mm. Yeah, right on uh, Central Park West in 77th, I believe. So no food? No, no food. We went in and then we came back and I got pizza. Pizza, pizza. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, All so right. that was my week. And uh, let's uh, start off... Uh, Tribute to the troops since we didn't get to talk about it last week. I didn't watch it. I know Dave watched it live and was uh Yeah, I kind of watched some of it hit like and then I uh forgot. I was changing back and forth. But yeah, kicked off Natalia and Ronda Rousey picked up the victory over Nia Jax, Tamina and the Riot Squad. Um Yeah, triple threat tag team match. This by the way, uh they did it at Fort Hood again and it was outside ish, like half inside, half outside. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've done it at Fort Hood before, but uh, I think apparently it was like in the 40s or 50s, like or, like it was really cold there. Really? Yeah, and these guys are like it was it was inside in like a giant garage, but it was still outside. You know what I mean? Like a like a hangar. Mm-hmm. So a hangar. Yeah, like an airport gimmick. Yeah. Okay. So it was like there's no like heat or anything. No, yeah, it was pretty cool. So it's pretty crazy that like these guys are outside wearing what they wear. Mm-hmm. The next match was uh, Balor and Elias versus McIntyre and, and Lashley. They're all they're all out there wearing trunks, with the exception of uh, Elias. Well, they're all moving around and stuff like that. It's you know. Yeah, I'm sure that they've there, there's, there's people. There's yeah. There's people that run the Chicago Marathon. It's cold. You know, they're wearing shorts and a t-shirt. It's like your body temperature gets ramped up, and the coldness kind of cools it off. Yeah, you had Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair first. They were cutting a promo, and then it turned into them taking on Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Uh, obviously, picking up the victory over Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And then in the main event, you had AJ Styles and Seth Rollins pick up the victory over Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose. Overall, the crowd was very happy with uh, with the result. Yeah. What do they say? It's the most important show of the year? Yeah. And uh, JBL was doing commentary. He's one of the uh, reasons why Tribute to the Troops is a thing. Yeah, I guess so. I guess go to... Uh... You had... Uh, I forget who the uh, musician was. I, I had not heard of him before. Uh, the country singer. Yeah. Yeah. I know his song. Uh, but I forgot the name. 
And then uh, John Stewart was also there. Oh yeah, I, I didn't really care for that. John Stewart was making some. He's he said testicle way too many times. He was making some off-putting jokes. But yeah, so I don't, let's get I don't on think to any some of his jokes. Were like, I was listening uh, to it. I was like, I don't know what uh, you were talking about. Eh, let's just talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Kicking off with Elias. Opening it up Monday Night Raw. And I got to say, I love the reaction to the what does WWE stand for. And the the reaction of the crowd, I, I find it so hard. Like once I hear or see Elias in the middle of the ring, I can't change the channel because I want to make sure I want to hear that. It's I like need to make sure that he says walk with Elias. <laughs> yes, you would have it's loved. Kind of, you would have loved of like the live event. It's kind of like night. The Rock, where The Rock has everybody uh, going along with his spiel, his shtick. It's the same exact thing, and I I love it. I think it's such a huge draw. I saw The Rock post on Facebook or whatever today at three forty five a.m. He was eating sushi. He's insane. Is that not was, gross? That's, <laughs> that's probably his lunch. No, I don't know. He said he, he was having hard a hard time sleeping, so he's up eating sushi and watching uh, Springsteen on Broadway. Well, I mean, Mark, Mark Wahlberg wakes up at 2 a.m. Yeah, his workout routine is insane. Yeah, his just routine general is insane. He, like, goes to sleep at 8 p.m. and then wakes up at 2 a.m., has his meditation and then goes into breakfast at 3 a.m. or something. I'm freaking eating breakfast at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Raw kind of started off, like, it was kind of weird. It was just, like, opened right away with Elias. But mm-hmm. they had they had their miracle on 34th Street fight. Elias picked up the victory over Lashley. Generic uh, gimmick street fight. They had the bowling ball spot. You had Rush get involved. He got put through a table eventually. Uh, you had the, the indie... Lego spot. Yeah. That Love was it. like a huge pop on the independence, but uh the PWG spot. Yeah. I I honestly I think this match went on a little too long. Well, here's my thing. You I mean, as much as you don't want to say it's a throwaway, it's a both these this week and next week are both throwaway yeah. Raws and SmackDowns. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you can have these things go on. It's not like I, these it's, two it's, next weeks are all you know, because of the holidays and stuff like that, it stinks. But in in essentially, you really have to get back to doing storylines on the seventh. But yeah. But and they need a big show out of that. But the tough thing about the seventh is they're going to be against the BCS Championship game, so they have to come out with like what all is the BTS? BCS, yeah, what is that? The Bowl Championship Series. What is it? College sports. Oh. Yeah, the gotcha. championship. Whatever that means. But uh, <laughs> Leo Rush had eggnog dumped on him. He had Christmas cookies crushed and shoved into his mouth. I think cookies deserve better. I mean, at least they ended up in a, in his mouth a little bit. But And then he ended up through a table. <laughs> well, I said that um, already. That's a... Yeah, but next up you had the Raw Tag Team title online. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable picked up the victory over the Revival. I really like that Gable. I love when he does that chaos theory. Yeah, uh, rolling which, German suplex. Which, after last night, I mean, we've seen how good Chad Gable is, but he's too good to be a single uh, tag team competitor. Where else are you going to put him, though? I don't know. In, like, the ICUS title picture. You can't. 
You can't, dude. There's yeah, no why space. Not? What do you mean there's you no space? The US, the, the, US the US title has nothing, nothing going for it right now. There's nothing going on in the US title division. Obviously, it's that's on SmackDown, SmackDown. But yeah, okay. But when he was on he, SmackDown, and, he could have been in that division and he wasn't. But, but he's but, not. He, he had that it. awesome match with AJ Styles this year. I think it was but, this year. Yeah, but, but he's not yeah. on SmackDown anymore. Okay. And in Raw, again, nothing's going on. You have Ambrose and Rollins. Once that fizzles out, it's going to be nothing. Yeah. No, there's still gonna be there's still gonna be something. You're still gonna have all your main event guys on the IC title picture because Brock Lesnar is still the Universal Champion. Yay! So in regards to this match, I hated the fact that the Revival were getting their tag team title opportunity on a taped match, uh, taped card. But with the ending, the way it ended with, uh, I think uh, it was Dash was the legal man, but Dawson got pinned. Well, now, didn't they I'm get hoping. rid of champ like rematches and stuff? Well, that that's, that's not... just championships. Yeah. Okay. Like this is yeah. like an actual like they they that match should not have ended when it ended. Yeah. Because they were not the legal person. So, gotcha. I, and I assume because they pointed it out, it would. Mm-hmm. It would continue. And after that match on Monday, I don't know how people say revivals suck. I don't know who says that. But next up, you had Drew McIntyre cutting a promo in the ring, leading to Finn Balor picking up the victory over Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I think the the bigger part is is that Drew McIntyre entered himself into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the winner right there. Yeah, 2019 is going to be a big year for Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And also, with this match, it's like, did all the faces have to go over because it was a Christmas card? No pun intended, because it wasn't a what Christmas card. What do you mean? Card. Every single person that won was a face. Like, Ziggler couldn't pick up the victory here? Yeah, Ziggler's kind of a tweener. He can be, you know, he but can play a face. But even still, rather. everybody that won was a face. Isn't that usually how they do it on holiday cards? I don't know. I think that's usually the thing that they do on on, uh, holiday cards, and and especially on Tribute to the Troop. But, like, next week's show, does that mean that all the faces are going to win again? Maybe all the heels will win. Who knows? I don't know. Usually Tribute to the Troops and the the holiday cards, I think all the faces win. But uh, McIntyre, afterwards, the referee was, like, warning him. He goes, you're going to get fined. You're going to get fined. And then Ziggler hits him with a zigzag. Is Ziggler going to get fined? I don't think so. I don't know, but uh, next, uh, next, uh, next. I like, I like that he was. Uh... I like that he said he was trying to save WWE. Who? McIntyre. Oh, well, you know who uh, came delivering some holiday gifts, Mister McMahon. Mister Mister McManta Claus cutting a, a near inaudible promo. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> but uh, he, we did hear him announce that John Cena is going to be back on both Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Obviously, uh, SmackDown, I think, is the first live show of the year. Unless it's not. I don't think unless it is. Unless it's taped. I think, but so, well taped. But he's he's going to be on the very first uh, episode. That's next week. Um, and then he just like casually announced that we were getting women's tag team championships again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he announced the McIntyre and Ziggler cage match. Which is yeah, which is great. So you got a lot of cool things coming up. You have women's tag team titles coming up in 2019. I wonder if they're going to do a tournament. If it's going to be, you know, maybe a women's centric pay per view that'll happen in the middle of the year that'll bring them in. I almost kind of feel like 
the finals or, or if it's going to be like a tournament sort of thing, I feel like Trish and Lita versus Bailey and Sasha will do Mania. That's what okay. I that's what I kind of think. Okay. But one of, uh, one of the big uh, Oh, so they're doing Raw this week. Oh right, Raw, Raw's on Friday and, and SmackDown's and on Smackdown's Saturday. on Saturday, yeah. I, I think the best part of that Vince McMahon promo was when he goes he takes off the beard, he goes, Oh, it's getting uh, it's really hot under there. Any of you ever see a movie called Bad Santa? <laughs> like what? How weird is that? It was so weird. It was, was such drunk. a such a weird promo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, gin and tonics. (laughs) Up next, you had Bailey, Ember Moon, and Sasha Banks taking on and defeating Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, and Mickey James. uh, Which I think the best part of this was Ember Moon hitting uh, Alicia Fox with the the eclipse because Alicia Fox, I think, sold it really well. Yeah, bravo, Alicia. Um, That wasn't the end of the match, but yeah. And then afterwards, uh, Riot Squad attacked them. Yep. Hey, listen, the the baby faces might have won this match, but the heels get the one up at the end. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Paul yeah. Heyman cuts a promo about Braun Strowman. Uh, Strowman comes out and said Brock Lesnar is going to get his hands or whatever. Get these hands. And well, get his hands because they're not my hands. They're not these hands. They're his hands. Well, use use the right. Trade catchphrase there, Brandon. So, God, Braun Strowman comes out and says Bra- Brock Lesnar is gonna get these hands uh, <laughs> at the Royal Rumble, and he also put reindeer ears and a, a red nose on Paul Heyman. I like how he, Braun Strowman comes out. Paul Heyman's like, "Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Merry Kwanzaa." I don't know why that, that's like that's like Jimmy Hart impression. Wow, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty hey, good for Jimmy Hart. Hart. Hey there, Hulkster, what are you doing? Uh, next up after this, you had the Raw Women's Championship on the line when Ronda, Fra- Ronda Rousey successfully defended against Natalia. Again, what do you get to say? dumb yeah. that it's uh, the whole build-up to this. It's like you want to see them go one-on-one, and it's a tape show. So you knew she wasn't going to win. Well, you also, a lot of people didn't, are internet people also. So they maybe they were sitting there watching it, all nestled up with their hot cocoa on Christmas Eve, looking to see Natalia win the title, and they were pleasantly surprised when Ronda Rousey won. So, Yeah, and also, yeah, uh, the, the end of the match, Rousey broke the hold before the ref even called for the bell, which well, they, 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 they pushed a lot during the matches that, they're friends, and you don't want to hurt your friends when you're facing your friend, which I think sounds dumb. Also, they were saying that you don't want to put all your cards on the table in a match where you're just facing a friend, which it's like, why wouldn't you want to do that, especially when you're champion or especially when you're trying to win a championship? Like, if you have to hurt a friend to win a title, why not? I just don't like the entire build, the lack of build. It's like a confusing build for that. Yeah, well, because that, that's the tape show gimmick. No, it's not. It's the entire Rousey Natalia deal. Period. No, it. I think it's because it was a tape show. They they. I disagree. It. They rushed no. it. How I no? Disagree. I they, disagree. They, they definitely one hundred percent wanted to end their very last tape show because I'm. I'm I can almost guarantee you 
that the production meeting was, yo, this match was so great back in February with the men. Let's do this one with the women. And let's have it lead to the, the women's number one contendership. Oh, it's a tape show. Stupid, well, whatever. Stupid storyline that, that shouldn't have happened that way. Next up, you had not a story line, the big... it's not a story It's not a storyline. It was a, a stipulation. What do you mean? Well, what's the storyline to you that's dumb? The storyline of Rousey and Natalia that's not really taking place where it should have been Natalia turning on Rousey. Natalia should be healed during this. But who's to say that still won't happen? It's too late. It's stupid. Now it's stupid. Uh, next up, you had Heath Slater pick up the victory over Jinder Mahal by DQ. Uh, Santa Claus making the save. Santa Claus, Claus turned out to be Rhino. Rhino is big. Terry is back. Which yes. is, I still wish they used him for that live pop rather than the tape show. Live pop at TLC. It, dude. TLC should have been yeah, there. Get Made over no it. Sense. Jesus. Yeah. Oh he my God. He should have been at oh TLC. Oh my God, this should have been a live Christmas Eve. Weapon. No, I'm not saying that. They should have done a different day for Raw. I didn't realize we had the Grinch on the podcast this week. I'm not the Grinch. So Grinch, how was your uh, Christmas? Oh, that sucks. I didn't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> yeah, sounds awful. There, there it is, pure, pure <laughs> Grinch right there. No, I just yeah. think it should Ginger have happened. Grinch. No, it should have happened at TLC. I know, well, but the I way think... they played it off was great. You have Santa Claus come out and start goring people. That's I think that it was. Not... Yeah, it's I think it was so fun. Great. I, I hope it's this fun. means that I hope this means that Rhino's back uh, on Raw. Yeah, another another tag team to add to the tag team division. I give them the big push to put them back in the title. I think it's great. I'm a fan of Rhino being Santa Claus. Uh, but are you serious with that last comment? Do you really think they're going to be... No, they're not going to give the tag team. What do you mean? You just said you wished he was back on Raw. I didn't say in the tag team. What uh, do you wish for him to be? Just in a tag team is fine, but I don't think tag team title right now. Oh, he's not going to be that tag team. It's going to be the revival. You're going to get squashed when Heavy Machinery debuts on Monday Raw. Yeah, that's I can see that. I can see All that. right, uh, next up uh, is going to be Seth Rollins defeating Baron Corbin in your main event. So Kingslayer got the uh, got a one up on Baron Corbin this time. Sent everybody home happy. Dean Ambrose uh, cut a little backstage uh, promo, promo gimmick. I'm kind of shocked he didn't interrupt to this at all. Gotta have the baby, the baby, all baby faces win. I was uh, I was hoping this uh, ad come at the end of this. I mean. When this match started, I was hoping Monday Night Raw ended an hour earlier. I just did not want to see Seth Rollins or Baron Corbin. All right. Yeah. But SmackDown opened hot. Yeah, you have R-Truth and uh, Truthy Claus and Carmelfa. That <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> you say that quickly enough. But they uh, look to, uh, you know, have a... Uh, Dance party and you know have some I, holiday cheer, but then the new Daniel Bryan. They, they oh got my cut God, off. Stop cutting me off. I was gonna say I like that they were doing the seven second carol break. Ah, uh, good job, Grinch. You cut him off again. Nice. Yeah, well, Daniel Bryan cut them off. Yeah, um, Daniel Bryan ended up taking out our truth and took out his leg as well. Um. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, not a fan of the dance breaks or our truth Or Santa Claus. If only Claus. Carmella. <laughs> Why are you interrupting me? Well, I was saying, or Santa Claus. It's not an interruption. It's a it's a thing to add in. Yeah, so uh, Carmella, she should have uh, gotten involved and tried to help out our truth you know? How, what's she going to do? I, I don't know. She could have done something. She's like, just 
not helping at all. But yeah, Daniel Bryan taking out our truth. Our truth, very entertaining still. I so, liked how he was. I liked how he was talking about uh, winning the Royal Rumble. Is he? Who knows? That would be entertaining, right? That Daniel Bryan winning the Royal Rumble? No, no, no. no our truth. Oh, okay. I, honestly, uh, I still I can't uh, see maybe, it being maybe anybody. I was thinking about maybe having Daniel Bryan. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like cutting you off. Now it sucks, right? No, it doesn't matter. That's because if you want to no, if you want to interject, yeah. interject. Yeah, but you know what? What I do is I'll wait for you to stop talking, and then I'll say my, my sentence. Cool? All right, let's continue on. First match of the night, Mustafa Ali defeating Andrade Cien Almas. This would be, I'd like to see this to be a nice feud going forward. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I think that the, both of them are so talented, um, and I, I think that this would be a really fun feud. Yeah, they're both very, very fast-paced, very high-impact guys. And Mustafa Ali hitting his signature 0-5-4 splash uh, to get another win. Will we see Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble? Maybe. For the I WWE think. Championship? Yeah. Hmm. The, big, the, the biggest underdog against the newest underdog. Well, they're definitely building him up to be a big player on SmackDown. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the 205 Live guys later on in the night were congratulating him, uh, including Shelton Benjamin, who's terribly misused on SmackDown. And uh, Daniel Bryan attacked him, left him laid out. Which it's weird, like why, if the 205 Live guys are raw brand, why are they all backstage at SmackDown? Like we know that it tapes on Tuesdays, but... Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Next up, you had Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and the New Day. Pick the victor over Sanity in the bar. Not New Day, the Usos. Oh, the Usos? Yeah, New Day was on commentary. Oh. Uh, cage match has it wrong. Yeah. But uh, they, they made mention about <laughs> how the club was saying how it's always been, for the past whatever many months, it's been New Day, Usos, and bar. Mm-hmm. I'd be right. Pretty sure I know where they got that from. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it's been. Um, uh, yeah. Which so Next there, up, there's yeah. your last week you wanted the club to go over. Now they get to go over. There you go. Uh, next up, you had Miz TV with Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, Miz, tag team official. They did that Macho Man. Well, not they didn't really do it, but <laughs> I was going to say they did the Macho Man Hulk Hogan handshake. Nah. So, tag team champions in 2019? I could It'll see probably it. happen. Uh, which I, I don't hate. It. I don't hate that. I, I would not have a problem with them becoming tag team champions. When? Well, WrestleMania? No, I didn't say WrestleMania. I just said I know you did. I'm just saying, asking WrestleMania. Um, I don't know. Well, because it's like who are the who are the current champions compared to who will they be the ones that lose to Miz and McMahon? Probably. That's I mean, unless you have a quick swap of a change at Royal Rumble. So then that's what I'm like. Will you have? I don't know. Maybe the bar will hold it on, hold on to the title, Stillmania, and then Shane and Miz. 
I could see something like that. I do think if you want Shane in a match at WrestleMania, it's best to have him in a tag match rather than uh-huh. a singles match. I think the tag match he had with Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was was better than having mm-hmm. just a singles match. So, yeah, Shane McMahon's be been having a lot of. Uh... Or you have. Shane McMahon and Miz win at Fastlane, and they go into WrestleMania as the tag team champions of the rematch against the bar. Hmm. Although rematch clauses went away, they said. Or then maybe they win some sort of gimmick uh, Cutler match or whatever. What if Braun Strowman returns on SmackDown <laughs> with Nicholas? He'll have the Universal title on his hand. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just want to see Sanity win it at some point. So uh, Samoa Joe cut a really like ridiculous promo earlier in the night about how Jeff Hardy's obsessed with him mm-hmm. and how he's going to delete Jeff Hardy, even though Jeff's been saying literally nothing and it's just all been <laughs> Joe. Yeah, saying... it's been Joe like interrupting all of his matches. <laughs> but uh, they ended up having a match again. Uh, Samoa Joe defeated Jeff Hardy via disqualification because Jeff Hardy wouldn't stop uh stomping on joe's head outside the ring so as much as i didn't want to see this happen again seems like we're gonna get this more and more uh and jeff jeff got ended up getting knocked out afterwards being laid being laid there he had uh some he had some cool christmas eyes and and christmas face paint but yeah unfortunately this feud is going to continue um yeah, so, I feel like Samoa Joe feuds can't be drawn out. So, let me ask you a question. So, you'd rather see Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy each no, time? No, I don't want to see Randy Orton no. on SmackDown. I don't want to see so Joe then on SmackDown. What's, okay, yeah. so, but then who are you going to put Jeff Hardy with? Mustafa exactly. Ali. Let's get to your main event. Mustafa of- Ali or Sian Almas. I know, well, those, have- it would be Almas, but... Yeah, I, could, I would go for Jeff Hardy versus Almas. But... Anyway, up next, they were backstage, and Jimmy Uso was walking with Jay. They said their goodbyes. And Mandy and Sonya Deville cut them off, cut him off. And they were standing under mistletoe, so I, I'm pretty sure she was trying to make out with Jimmy. And then Naomi tried to, to fight her, and Jimmy stopped it. So I'm assuming we're going to get some sort of Naomi versus Mandy Rose in 2019. <laughs> I feel like we were we were waiting for that match and it didn't happen. Mm. So at least they're still building on it, ish. Could be. Uh, but yeah, main event for the United States Championship. Rusev picks up the victory over Shinsuke Nakamura, ending the terrible United States Championship reign for Nakamura. Why was it terrible? Because he did nothing. Yeah. Right. How do you, why? What's your defense of it? I don't think it was. I mean, he won the title. That's great, but it's not like he didn't he even had, have matches. Hold on, let 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 Chris defend. You know, they had that whole like knock America thing. It's not. You can't say that he had terrible matches because Shinsuke Nakamura is very talented at ring performer. It's just them not taking the ball and running with it. Like I think I said it on the show too. Like. The whole Knock America thing, they could have had extras come out, like, dressed up in, like, Nakamura, like, robes or, like, the jackets and stuff like that. I don't think it was a terrible run. I just think it was – wasn't developed enough. They just put the title on him for the sake of putting the title on him, which right. is fine. He put on – I don't think it was terrible. I'm yeah, not going to – 
he didn't they didn't have like what there weren't like, like US championship matches. Yes, he was. He had that, uh, those couple of matches with uh, Ty Dillinger. He had, okay, he has one here after he won it, which went to a draw. The next time it goes, he wins at SummerSlam. The next U.S. match, uh, he defeats Rusev. And then there was no more. He, he lost via disqualification to Rey Mysterio at Starcade, which doesn't really count because that's a live event. And that's it. But it was still televised and on. He, he, didn't have, he didn't have any, like, matches for the title with Ty Dillinger. What are the, so he didn't have any other matches during that time? Matches, yes, but not, like, they weren't, like... Okay, title, so he had other they matches. But they weren't focused on the title. The, from, from, from winning the U.S. championship to uh, actually losing it, he had, let's see, he had one, he had two, three, four, five, six, seven, He won the seven, title on July 15th, 2018 at Extreme Rules. Okay. I, I, I don't see it's a terrible you can't see it's a terrible run. Thirteen so, matches. Like, so one was a said, tag match. So you said that Nakamura had Two a terrible run matches. and you said Authors of Pain had a terrible run. They did. You're saying so so you're saying they both equally had this uh, a terrible run. I don't think Nakamura had a bad run. He had he had a title from July until December. He had eleven that, matches. A, okay. Eleven eleven matches within the span of from July to December. On televised TV. And then this is a guy who's probably one, in every is, single house show. Or live event, excuse well, that doesn't me, because I know you're going to correct. Why does that not matter? Because if because championship doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But, AJ, didn't a, a world also, title change hands on a house show last year? No, if I'm not mistaken? A, it was the U.S. championship. Yeah, didn't it change hands on, and that was important, right? Because then the that garden. led it to, <laughs> what? Because it's the garden. Yeah, but it still matters because it was still also, it was still on the network. Also, minus another match, so ten matches because this match was Survivor Series with Seth Rollins. I I think that he I I see both sides and the I one think that he didn't have the best title reign, but I also think that he was ridden by poor storyline development because there right. was a lack of storyline. I'm not saying his matches were garbage. I'm saying the run itself was not good. It was 156 days. How is that not good? Because, because, because there's no, there's well, no well, Chris, you just agreed because you you Chris uh, you agree that it wasn't good because the lack well, of storylines though. Lack of storyline, but if he's just but the the way that Brandon's saying it, it's like the whole thing was garbage. Shouldn't say Nakamura shouldn't be a champion. It's, well, it's that's just not the what way I said. I didn't say that. He had a great run. I didn't he say had, Nakamura from July till December. No, from no. July till December, he had a nice run as the United States Championship. It's he not had like a nice... who had three who had, who had two weeks as a as tag team championship. He had a nice run as the champion, but the run was not a good run. Because you just said your story, the storyline wise, it wasn't. They could have done more of it, but he had a nice run in lengthwise as it. Yeah, exactly. So length, fine, lengthwise, but... yeah. So lengthwise, it's good and everything, but storyline wise, the next person, the next person to have a long run like that was Roman Reigns in 2016. He had 100 and, 107 days, and then before that was Rusev with 127 days. Yeah, but who was? Let's. I think you both would agree with yourselves. I think uh, with each other. I think you both are on the same page, but kind of. Uh, when did, when did I, Jeff? I have no problem. No, see, I have no problem with Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, he lost the title to Rusev. Whoop de do. No, okay, no. let's when move did, on. When did Jeff Hardy win the the title? 
what the United States title? Yeah. April sixteenth, two thousand eighteen, lasted ninety days when, until he lost to the Shinsuke Nakamura. So, let's... before that, Jinder Mahal eight days. Before that, Randy Orton twenty eight days. Before that, Bobby Roode fifty four days. Before that, Vacant had it. Uh, before that, Dolph Ziggler nine days. Before that, Baron Corbin seventy days. AJ Styles seventy five. It's a nice. It's it's a nice run, but yeah, unfortunately, run. it wasn't a good run. I know, you, uh, and and when I say a good run, I mean good run as in storyline wise. It wasn't productive for his career or anything like that. Because if you think about it, after this title run, he's not going to automatically be shot into a WWE main event. Yes, he could, but it's not because it's because of his name. It's not because of the right. title run that he just had. Like Knock America was great, but yeah, everything that took place for the actual title was not. And I think a lot of it got got uh, convoluted with the incorporation of Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton during that time because they were going back and forth. And there was that time where Nakamura and Orton were trying to one-up each other. and Yeah, which just not- there's still – do we see any th- sort of like finish from that? No, nothing Nothing ever happened to it. Like, I, why, I, why, I, did, Jeff Hardy? why did Nakamura just like – like, yeah, the, like a yeah, scared little dog, be afraid of Randy Orton when he says "get out of the ring," because yeah, the he focus. might put a he might put a screwdriver in his ear too, Brandon. <laughs> oh. I was like, the "What focus, does that mean?" The... I forgot about that. I don't want it again. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, as so we spoke about this one a lot. But Rusev is champion now. I think that I'm very happy with that. That was a huge ovation from the crowd once he did win, and the match was and... good. The match was good. Yeah, it was a good match, and I love the Machka kick. I love it. I think, and Nakamura sells it perfectly. I love how he once he gets hit, he kind of uh, collapses underneath Rusev's foot. I'm starting. I, I'm starting to like what he uh, wears now too, Nakamura. Oh, the full bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that I'm happy about Rusev. I just hope, I hope that uh, a good storyline comes out of this because. I guess now you could imagine that Nakamura is going to play a factor into they'll probably still do a rematch, even though they said that they were getting rid of it. Because if not, who do you put in there? They have nobody else on SmackDown. That's the big issue with SmackDown. It's like, oh, like all these guys are going to get an opportunity. Who else are you going to put on there? Aiden English. Yeah, but where's Aiden English? (laughs) I like he tweeted out saying you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I could see Aiden English or Ty Dillinger being in well, there right Dillinger's now. Dillinger's but... still injured. Is he? Yeah. I didn't even know he was injured. He hurt his hand. So I, as, as far as I know or read on the, the news gimmicks, he's injured still. So who who faces Rusev now? Well, there's R-Truth. Although that's not going to happen because R-Truth is face. Okay, so Rusev yeah, is a face. You also have R-Truth with Carmella and they're go play, you're, they're going to play up the entire 30th person in the Royal Rumble for a while. They can right. carry that for a good amount. So there's Shelton Benjamin doing nothing. But I can't... I, I could see maybe one match, but not an actual feud versus Rusev. Almas could be there potentially. That could be good. He's mixed in with the the WWE Championship kind of right now. I mean, not because really, you also... Really. You also have Vega, the Vega-Lana factor. Um... As valets out there, managers, that's um, a factor. Miz is with, paired off with Shane right now. Samoa Joe with Jeff Hardy. Unfortunately, okay, Randy Orton. 
Oh I'm God, sorry. it's going to be Orton. <laughs> He's no, the only one, Dave or Joe. I'm sorry. I apologize for cutting everybody off, but why don't you give a cup one of the guys in the New Day a singles push? I can't see them actually do it though. Like a Big E, which would be I think that would be a great counterpoint. You have the big strong guy, another guy, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, but would, they, but would they it, do face big, face feuds? The big, well, big little gimmick. The problem is the the I I can't my, for myself. I can't see myself getting entertained by Ray versus Rusev. I, think I can. Body, did you see Rusev launching him? That'd be hilarious. I I can get behind New Day, uh, maybe Kofi or even Woods or E any one of them. Uh, being in a feud with Rusev, but the thing is, I can't see them actually pulling the trigger on that. I do see the realistic one being Randy Orton. Yeah, I'm looking. Sucks. I'm looking. I'm looking at the the roster right now. It's like Sin Cara. He's yeah. He's also injured. Ray yeah. Mysterio is the only. Uh, Randy Orton is the only. Yeah, it's it's Randy Orton, Ray Mysterio, Shinsuke no, Nakamura. No, but not even because there's you no know way Chris they would Jericho's do. Chris on the SmackDown roster. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah, because of the yeah. There's no way they would do a face versus face, I don't think. In so regards to what? For the U.S. title. Rusev is a, a giant face. But, I mean, oh, I, I can see them so doing So if it's not Aiden English, face. if it's not Andrade Cien Almas, if it's not Shelton Benjamin, then the only person that's left, even though he's still doing tons of live events with Rey Mysterio, is Randy Orton. Oh, we're forgetting John about Cena. it. What about John Cena? I was about to say, we're forgetting about the big name, John Cena. I mean, they just made that, Vince McMahon just made that announcement on Monday. I mean, But would they do name. that where he goes in and then that leads to him getting booed over Rusev Day, I would assume. Or it leads to John Cena getting booed because Rusev's well, no, over. I'm saying that leads to John yeah. Cena getting booed over Rusev Day. But on the other hand, there's nothing new with John Cena. No matter what, he will get booed. But on the other hand, no matter what, he will get cheered. There's never going to be a hundred percent support of or then that dislike leads, of then that Cena. leads to Rusev getting booed, and I definitely don't think you want that. No, Rusev's out of the. He's not getting booed. Rusev will be cheered. Which one of John, the Which one of the Bludgeon Brothers isn't injured? Luke. So no, they're both injured. Harper. Harper's Harper. also injured. Yeah, I think he had surgery on something. No, no, he he's been wrestling on house shows. He oh, wrestled. Right. He wrestled in Buffalo recently versus uh, Tyler Breeze. Yes, that's that was, right. That's not super recent. That was, that was an NXT show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Which again, there are call ups coming uh, happening. So yeah, that's true. Maybe EC three. What about kind of tweener? What about Lars Sullivan? Ooh. Daddy Likey. Lars Sullivan coming in, taking out one of the larger guys on the roster, being Rusev. That could be. EC3, he is a heel. Tweener. He can play, he, he, well, he, no, he could play a great heel. Yeah, tw- tweener, <laughs> but really playing a heel. Well, that's, I mean, well, that's what do you call Becky Lynch? A heel? Face, face, but she's a heel. But but here's the but here's the thing: the the lines between heel and face in 2018 are so blurred. Like you could have somebody come out like like Undisputed Era. They're supposed right. to be heels, but they come out and they get cheered every single time. And then there's somebody like John Cena who plays this white meat baby face who gets booed every single time. You know. Also, I like his. The only true heel right now in WWE is Tommaso Ciampa. 
Hands that's that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, but people still cheer him. No, they don't. He, he was gets cheered booed. last night. Yeah, because he had a bunch yeah. of Sport Mark fans in Madison Square Garden. But you watch him on. I think the only person getting truly booed is either Nia Jax or Baron Corbin. Uh, mm, I could say I could see Baron Corbin. Who's cheering well, Nia Jax? I mean, I, Nobody's cheering her. I cheer Baron Corbin. <laughs> but I, I think that the entire aspect of tweener face heel, I think is so difficult. Like Chris says, the lines are so blurred because I, you may have half, uh, you may have a ton of the fans cheering for one wrestler, but then you are going to have uh, so many other fans booing that wrestler. Do you it's think so to be on the same page, uh, with a pro wrestler, because especially when it's someone like Becky Lynch, EC three, um, Someone that plays both uh, lines. Do you think it would be beneficial for SmackDown if Kevin Owens, instead of going back to Raw, went to SmackDown? Yeah. Um, I'd love to see those Daniel Bryan Kevin Owens matches. Well, now you're now we're looking for U.S. opponents. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bring back oh. the Kevin Owens what with the United States of whatever he did. That thing was amazing. When he came, when he came like like clean shaven, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know you want to say something no, real. You're, you're when he came back clean shaven, he came out in the suit and stuff like that. When he was the United States champion, that was great, and he should be coming back soon as well. Also, I don't know. I think that the whole thing is if they do do that, I feel like that's going to get intertwined with Shane McMahon too much because of the entire how they left off, and I'd rather keep it separate. I think keep Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn onto on Raw. Especially because that's how there was so much storyline involved with that, and I would hate to just erase the everything that took place. I think bringing one of the new faces. I think Lars Sullivan EC3 would be a good fit for that Rusev feud, or at least it carries you over uh, at least a month uh, where you could start to bring someone else in there into that spot. Well, I would, I would love, us. I would love to see Shelton Benjamin get a turn. He's being I, I, he's being wasted, and I think he's too good of a talent. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think Benjamin would be a good fit in there, and I and I don't think Becky Lynch is really uh, playing a heel too much because she used to, she used to when she turned on the fans saying that uh, she, they never supported her and everything like that. But recently, not even recently, it was like two weeks after that, she kind of came over onto the crowd big time, where she never brought up that entire. They them turning on her and not listening or supporting her, that really never got brought up again because of that entire overwhelming support of her. So for her, it's very difficult to call a heel. Also, just think- in regards to all the new call-ups, I think it's great. I tweeted this also. I, I want to see guys like Benjamin, guys like Hawkins and Ryder and Ascension, guys who have been on the, the brands not doing anything be used the last time we saw hawkins i think it was the raw after SummerSlam or whatever and like people were going crazy for him for, for him to no we saw him a couple weeks ago when he yeah, when he got named uh amber moon amber moon's partner and he went out there and also, went nuts also that's another but i meant like one versus one like as like actual actually right behind him yeah so even I mean even with the Ember Moon stuff it was good but like Ryder tweets out haven't I have not had a match on Monday Night Raw in 2018. Yeah, that's crazy. That's just dumb. 
That makes no sense. Okay, I have a name for you. Another name for you. We haven't seen him in a while. I, I think he's SmackDown. But what about Mike Kanellis? He's Mike on two hundred five live. live. Two hundred five live. Yeah. Oh, currently wrestling on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. So I mean, they're intertwining everything. Maybe have him versus Rusev. I don't think that would make sense. Why? Uh, cool, well, we have they what... put him over big to be on 205 Live. Oh, gotcha. We got one more little segment to talk about uh, yeah. on SmackDown. Which that's, uh, super weird. <laughs> I liked it. I think it's great. I liked it, too. I thought it was great. So, yeah, Vince McMahon in his office. You have AJ Styles in his office. Vince McMahon uh, trying to egg on... Uh, AJ Styles, tell him to get angry. He's got to get mean. Slaps AJ Styles in the face. AJ Styles then slaps, beats up Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon enjoys it. And that's SmackDown. Giant smile on his face. I think it's great. Vince McMahon used an interesting word, though. I want to see the inner animal come out. Uh, that's it. Dave Batista confirmed to come back. <laughs> do no, well, you I do, think? No. I mean, there's been you, rumors. There's always going to be rumors about Dave Batista. There's coming. been rumors that Batista's wanted another run. What better person to give him a run with than AJ Styles? Have, him, have him mix in with but, AJ. But Dave Batista wants a ba- wants a heel run. He doesn't want a babyface run. Dave Batista's better as a heel. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, that AJ would, Styles that would be is a heel. face. Yeah, that would be a heel run. I know, but like, how you get, you're just gonna bring him in? But anyway, what I want to say is, I don't know if you guys remember like AJ Styles when he was like, I, he was on like podcast or something like that. When he said he first came in, Vince McMahon had a conversation in, to him and said he wants him to be the bulldog. He wants him to be like a rough and tough bulldog. So maybe that's rather than saying bulldog, because you know. I, somebody might get offended by it. It's 2018. They get offended by everything. Saying he wants to be an animal. By the way, on a totally t- so speaking of animals, PETA trying to change the uh, phrasing of words. Like not what I you thought this? you were going to go into. No, but PETA's like <laughs> instead of saying taking like killing yeah. two birds with one stone, it's feeding two birds with one scone. Ridiculous. Yeah, Ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I think I thought I thought I thought you were going to talk about road warrior animal. Oh, by the way, let's talk about him, too. Man, what a psychopath that guy's turned into, right? Wait, did, what you, why? You, you didn't hear about, like, everything, how he thinks that women shouldn't be... He's <laughs> like Shouldn't it be main eventing? Shouldn't be, women shouldn't be main eventing, and if women are main eventing your pay-per-views, there's a problem with your, your male staff. Also, uh, also, uh, also yeah. trashed, he or also would... trashed uh, Tyler Breeze in the fact that why should Tyler Breeze get a championship shot like he did last week? Because Wait, we know he's not going to win. He's not somebody that's built up, which in like some sense makes sense. But at the same time, it's an open challenge, and open challenges are great for stuff like that. Where was this? On oh, his podcast, I believe. Um, no, let me just see if I'm, I'm trying to find it right now. But let's continue talking about this weird Vince McMahon uh, so why, why is Why is Daniel Bryan, why is the new Daniel Bryan wrestling if this is your show? And you're not wrestling. I want to see the animal. I want to see the damn animal. I want to see the animal. That's yeah. so... Yeah. I'm trying to find it right now. Why can't I find this? You just Is type in William? animal and Tyler Breeze. 
Well, so, yeah, no, animal. Animal? Yeah. No, that's Wonderful. a muppet. That was <laughs> it's not quite a mop. It's not quite a puppet, but man, oh man. Um, Broadway animal thing. Uh, Becky Lynch should back off. Okay, here it is. Uh, no. I, I have it. Uh, there is a problem uh, on being women on the main event. That one? Yeah, I'm giving... I, um, yeah, women there, there, there's a problem with the wrestling business. Yes, the women's movement is growing, but when women are the main event and they have the best matches on your card, there's an issue. Um, getting into content of the championship shot, Tyler Breeze. Uh, you've got a guy that's 180 pounds soaking wet. Nothing against Tyler Breeze. He's funny Fandango. He's a job guy in the wrestling business. That's all he's done is get beat up and put people over. You're going to put him against someone that's fighting for a championship belt. How does that make sense? Um, I like how, how Breeze, Breeze responded to that. What did he say? Um, what did, he, did he say I, I like podcasts maybe or am I thinking of somebody else? Oh, yeah. He goes, ha-ha, man, I love podcasts. Thanks, Animal. <laughs> <laughs> They have roasted on his part. But, like, but going back to that, I want to save this. I mean, I feel like maybe we should end off SmackDown as maybe we'll see a more violent AJ Styles going into 2019 in this future Tane O'Brien because I want to talk about, like, the state of wrestling going into 2018, 2019. If we could, could we put a pin in it, put a bumper from somebody that you guys got? Yeah, now. let's take a uh, quick break and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is the World Wrestling Network Heavyweight Champion, the blue collar badass JD Drake, and you're listening to Marking Out. All right, we're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling fans, and I kind of want to like keep what we were saying right before that great bumper by uh, JD Drake. Um, going off this whole Road Warrior Animal thing, saying because we were ta- we were talking about Becky Lynch, we were talking about how he. The the whole article it's on Wrestle Zone. Yeah, I'm gonna give him credit. Wrestle Zone. I'll give Rest, it wrestling. You could go to Wrestling Inc. You could go to any other. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. Everyone besides <laughs> Wrestle Zone. But anyway, uh, on Becky Lynch, he says I would let her back off the man thing and let her just be a pure white meat baby face that doesn't quit. Uh, those are the kind of baby faces that work. When you come out there with the attitude and strutting your stuff, and she's some tough guy, come on. Uh, Jesus, Lord, anybody that's ever been in a fight can see through it. And I'm just being realistic because that's what works in the business. You've got to think, shoot and work the shoot. And right now, they're not taking advantage of their stars and who's a star. Um, and this kind of can segue into what we're talking about here, the state of wrestling 2018 and going forward. What does that even mean, though, where it's like, how is she not believable as the man? She, like, trains MMA style. Yeah. And and I'm just going to chime in that I think that's totally insane that nobody is going to buy into that as a babyface when does he not watch the product? I mean, once I have she to got... Assume, I have to assume the man shirts are one of the better-selling shirts on WWE Shop. But yeah, also, not... they're, saying, they're saying that, like... I'm sorry to cut you off, Dave. But, like, the man shirts are... The, the, there's I've read articles saying that the man shirts might be going down, like, with, like, the Stone Cold 316 shirts and the Bullet Club shirts is, like, those iconic wrestling shirts. I mean, she's also, like, gets a huge support from everyone... Uh, it, in the WWE universe, so I don't even know what he's talking about. Maybe he 
wasn't paying attention to that entire knockout from Nia Jackson, the backlash from Survivor Series. Even before she, that, though, before yeah, that, when SummerSlam, she, when she SummerSlam. first got the title match, it was there wasn't SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Survivor Series, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Because she had to Summer sit Slam, out. She had to sit was, out Survivor Series. Yeah, no, because it was SummerSlam because it was at Barclays Center and everybody went nuts. Oh, no, I mean at Survivor Series where it was going to be her versus Ronda Rousey. Oh, okay. And then once and once they pulled her from the card, everybody, the WWE Universe went ecstatic about with anger that she was pulled from the card. And, I mean, based off of that backlash, I don't understand how you could say that nobody's going to buy into that sort of a, a gimmick. Yeah. That's but really even absurd. Before that, though, when she first turned. But, like that, she was at SummerSlam. Yeah. Like, that had so much support. Like, instantly, people were like, oh, my yeah. God, I'm 100%. Like, I don't even care that she just did this. I'm Can behind you say, that. So, you know, whenever, when everybody makes their – remember we had the marquees and we would have breakout star of the year. Can you say that maybe in 2018 Becky Lynch was your breakout star of the year? I, I wouldn't say breakout. I would say superstar I, of the year. I wouldn't say superstar. Of the year. I would reserve I would breakout she, because for lower she was card. always no because she was always she was always a star, but she took this whole man gimmick and just broke out, and now she's like she's the face of the women. You could say right now she's the face of the women's revolution, evolution, whatever you want to call it. You know, the WWE, and that was a big storyline too. Two thousand eighteen was this women's revolution, evolution, and how they tried to make Charlotte the the focal point of it, but naturally. Through this whole Becky Lynch transformation and changing her, her whole gimmick, now she's the face of this thing because yeah, she's got this EV, you know, bulldog attitude to her. Going back to the AJ Styles thing, but regardless, that's two for wrestlingtees.com slash market. I would go, I, w- I would say that I, I see both point of views about her being a breakout superstar because of her, her impact. And everything like that. But then I also see the other side where she could just be, instead of breakout, she could just be superstar of the year. Yeah. Like um, breakout, I would say more so like uh, Drew McIntyre. He was always a star, though. Yeah, I but think not... next year, but he's not at like next year could be his time to break out because right now he's on like the upper to mid card. You know, he's pseudo in the main event. Next year he'll be full blown main event. I think well, what I, he, was at a, he was at a tag team. You know, he came up. He came up into WWE as a tag team player. Just in the in the past couple of months, like November, December, he's starting. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, what, what, since he got to the main roster, he was in a tag team with Dolph Ziggler the second he came on the main roster. Right, but it was still like he completely owned Monday Night Raw with okay. Ziggler. With I think. Ziggler. I think Carmella. I think Carmella could be a breakout. Yep, I agree with I that. I mean, sure, Becky Lynch, I guess, could be argued that as well because she had the whole. I mean, she didn't have this behind her. It was kind no, of. No, like I mean, she the, wasn't even booked at, at WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken. Right. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't. Uh, right, she didn't even have a WrestleMania match. No, because the two women's title matches were. She was in the the that the battle, battle royal. royal. The, Oh uh, yeah, but she but she should have been in that. Yeah, she should have been in the championship match. Yeah, because it was Asuka versus Charlotte, and it was it was uh, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. So that's the thing I I do understand with Chris because Becky Lynch she's always been there. 
we've always known that she was there, but she was never given that time of day until after she became that man uh, gimmick. Um, before that, she was really Charlotte Flair's lackey in most of the storylines. Yeah, absolutely. So this- can you be the breakout superstar? Yeah, you can be a breakout superstar. No, but not breakout superstar. I mean breakout superstar. Like, 100%, who's be- who had a better year in WWE than Becky Lynch? Seth Rollins had a pretty good year. But was it better than Becky Lynch? I don't know. Does I Burn just... It Down equate to the man? Well, I don't know. I, kind of, I could see Becky Lynch taking, taking it. I mean, yeah, she's always been the side. I mean, I'm looking at some of the matches from the beginning of the year. Yeah, and she's always you been... say too, like, you know, someone that we haven't spoke about since is, I mean, somebody that kind of transcended professional wrestling, but life, you could say Roman Reigns could be the superstar of the year. You know, he had a, he won the WWE Universal title and then had this awful circumstance had to him that not only transcended the WWE Universe, but transcended media in general with his whole leukemia you know, saying that he had leukemia and stuff like that and all the support and him being on the marquee at Madison Square Garden, wishing him the best of luck and everything like that. So that could be another person that could be superstar of the year. I'm just going to backtrack a little bit and say that as I'm reading through this, I'm agreeing more and more about Becky Lynch because in the beginning of the year, it was more and more about what, though? About her being breakout because in the beginning of the year, she's been in straight up tag team matches second fiddle to Charlotte Flair uh every every televised event she uh, the only time that she's been here we're going into WrestleMania where it's Battle Royal but before that it's all multi uh multi women tags um yeah, well, multi, the, multi 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 same here she Dave, starts what's that Dave's a statistician over here same could be said for so many other people though like that in that yeah, sense but she like really, look at I mean, I mean come, you come guys to, are going to probably say something, but look at Buddy Murphy. I I agree with you. Shayna Baszler. I I think Baszler's been there, but Buddy Mustafa Murphy Ali. I would more. Yeah, I agree with but you, Mustafa that's, Ali. But no, but I mean Mustafa Ali, I could see being a breakout star, but he hasn't got to the full blownness that Becky Lynch had. Well, you I know, think does my, Mustafa that's Ali why, have is. That's what? why I don't think breakout stars really. I mean, again, it could a hundred percent. I could see Becky Lynch being a breakout superstar. But I, think I, it I don't think it's your definition of a breakout superstar. Like, look at, because look at I feel Elias, like, even I would in, say, in my opinion, a breakout superstar is someone that is breaking out that just broke out, but isn't at a main event level just yet. But they broke out of that shell that they were in. So I think that it's important to define what a breakout superstar is first before you start tossing Becky Lynch, Mustafa Ali, and all these other people in there because I feel like that's kind of getting convoluted. I think they okay. can all be okay. on the we list. Can, okay, so we can dissect this as much as we want to about every single individual person on the WWE roster. What do you think breakout star-wise on the independents are? Breakout star on the independents. Yeah. I... I think that there's a lot of wrestler Bandito. Bandito was established in Mexico, but he's but just I mean, coming to Spring of Honor now. Like, yeah, but here, I mean, here's, can I say one person? Uh-huh. Hey, PCO. PCO took over the independence this year. Well, the problem is 
PCO, I, I may be mistaken, but didn't he break out last year? No, dude, no he was... got signed by Ring of Honor this year. No, and then this year he had the match against Walter. But last year Rick. he last year he started getting a lot of the bookings, no? But he wasn't as well known and he didn't have all these uh the all those promo videos with Destro and reinvented himself after that whole Joey Janela Spring Break. I thought, I thought he did. No, it was this year was the the whole Joey Janela Spring Break two thing. Okay. And he even said, too, it was in February of this year, he got booked on a show in Indiana with Joey Janela, and Joey Janela said, hey, I want to, you know, I want you on my Spring Break show. For some reason, so when last year at Joey Janela's Spring Break, what was, it, it, he wasn't. Was, no, he wasn't there. It was, the main event was Joey versus Morty. Okay. All right, yeah. so they had PCO. I, I mean, think some. Darby some, Allen. Yeah, Darby Allen. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think he had a great year. Also, MJF. Yes, huge. Mm-hmm. Flip huge. Gordon. Yeah, Flip. He was, merely, he was more of like a Ring of Honor mainstay. He wasn't like all over the place. Like, right, but... I mean, he's... Okay, let's see. okay. agreed is a disagree. What about, what do you think, on the independence-wise, what do you think, like, you know how we said Superstar of the Year could be Becky Lynch, Superstar of the Year in WWE could be Seth Rollins. What do you guys think, independent-wise? You could say MJF too. Yeah, you can easily say MGF, yeah. uh, MJF. Um, Shane Strickland. Shane Strickland, absolutely. He had a great year. Um, you could say. Uh, I know. I, I'm throwing you guys on the spot about this because we didn't even really talk about this. Guys, uh, let's see. You could say Shane Strickland. I mean, as not a, not breakout, but as far as King of Superstar of the Year for the Independence, it would have to be the Elite. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Ring of Honor, they were New Japan, they were on a, a flipping cruise, um, they made the biggest indie-centric event of the year in All In. And even though he's injured, I don't want to count out Joey Janela. I think his yeah. years keep getting bigger and bigger. And I'm going to toss, even though he's signed to Impact, I'm tossing Sammy Callahan out there, too. I 110% agree with you, Matt, because not only the things that Sammy Callahan did on the Indies, the things that Sammy Callahan did for the Indies. Yeah, him and because OBE. He, yeah, him and OBE, that whole Midwest territory they have now with um, the Pro Wrestling Revolver and uh, Rockstar Pro, you know, all the, all those things that they have. I'm also going to toss out. I'm going to toss out a tag team for you, LAX. Yeah, they they could be the, maybe like the indie. I want to say indie tag team of the year, but they had they're the longest running Impact Tag Team champions. How about yeah. uh, how about most surprising breakout kind of? I mean, PCO. No, I mean, can we? I mean, he, he, yes, but uh, <laughs> David Arquette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a shocking, uh, shocking. So Mesh okay. in there. absolutely, that Dave loved so much. So yes. now, like now that we we spoke about WWE, we spoke about the Indian and stuff like that. Also, like, sorry to cut you off there. There are so no, many people. There are so many people who were on the independents come like the beginning of the year who are now signed by WWE. Yeah, ACH. Like, it, it, rumored to be ACH. Rumored to be Trevor Lee. Like Deanna um, Perazzo started out on the Indies this year. Now she's signed in WWE. Matt Riddle. 
Yeah. Yeah. What Matt about Fentasiero? Keith Lee. Penta. Yeah, Pentagon that's it. Yeah. Junior and uh, Ray Luke, Phoenix. Luke, Luke they had a they had a really good year. They had a great year. Spectacular. So I mean, we, break, okay, breakout. So, I'm also. What about someone to watch? I mean, maybe not so much of a breakout, but uh, but Pillman. Oh well, he I could. He's done a bunch of things this year, and mm-hmm. I know he was hurt and stuff like that this year. I could see him having a very big year like that. But this is where I want to go now. To that wrestling in 2019, we've seen kind of the indies and WWE. A lot of people like kind of starting to work together. Whereas in years past, we've seen rival promotions bad-mouthing and trashing each other. But it now looks like everybody's kind of starting to work together to because you're getting this boom in professional wrestling. Coca so I had to say it. Yeah, no, you had to. It's fine. The godfather of the wrestling podcast. And us. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, but where do you see like 2019 being? One thing I'm looking forward to that I've been reading a lot for is there's going to be a bunch of those WWE indie promotions going to be on the WWE Network. Like your progresses and what is it? ICW. So I'm looking forward to seeing those on the on the WWE Network and seeing a lot more of those guys. I'm looking forward to seeing more guys from like NXT working Evolve shows. Which is going to be cool. I'm excited for WrestleMania weekends. I'm looking. Brandon's going to say this. I can't wait for New Japan at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> no, actually, it's uh, Takeover New York. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, what are you guys looking forward to 2019 in the in the the grand spectrum of professional wrestling, sports entertainment? Uh, I know. I'm really I'm really throwing more, you guys. I, more I, this, takeover. This, I was looking. I was shut up with the takeovers. No, a hundred percent, dude. Takeover is one of the best. Like, I like you said earlier before this this show. Like, which match was your favorite match of the year? Which I'm gonna I'm not gonna say it right now, but it yeah, definitely comes. It. it comes from a takeover. And can you think back to a, a takeover that was bad this year? No, no, you can't. I, I I think one of the things that I'm looking forward to the most is the. I think. Um, I think looking forward to seeing a lot of the guys from NXT get brought up. I'm also very excited to see the future of uh, the alliance of WWE Evolve and all those other ones and possibly um, cross-promotional matches. Yeah, are we going to see Austin Theory versus John Cena? Nope. Yeah, like I, I think that stuff like that is kind of interesting. And Probably fun to watch, not. Especially when we went to that live event to see Roderick Strong in a match and see... Uh, Super um, tan Roger Strong. Can't catch a solo no. And Street Profits. Yeah, Street Profits. I mean, to see those wrestlers facing off against Evolve wrestlers, it was really cool. So I hope that we get to see more of that. I hope that we get to see this women's evolution continue to evolve. Um, I, I want, honestly, at this point, I want, it's, it's changed. I go back to WrestleMania 34 where I said the only way I could process Asuka losing her streak is if Charlotte goes on to face Rousey in that main event. Like, the final match at WrestleMania 35, I don't even care if we get that at this point. I just want to see Becky Lynch in that main event spot. And it will happen. It will happen. So... You're looking so you're looking forward to women headlining WrestleMania, or no? I'm looking forward to Becky Lynch headlining WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I, I mean, right. I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what the the UK brand does for WWE. Yeah, yeah they, have, they have a big, they have, they have a big takeover coming up. Yeah. Do you think the, that we're gonna get to see a uh, women match headline WrestleMania? I think this is the year. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, which especially I, especially if they if they could take what they did with Becky Lynch this year and blow it through the roof, I we will see a, we will see Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey main eventing WrestleMania. Which, if you rewind like last year or something, I'm like, there's no way. Like, I just don't see that ever happening. But everything else that happened this year, a first ever women's main event, whatever the the first ever women main eventing a pay per view. First, first ever, ever women right, women's Royal Rumble. Yes. First had, ever women's pay per view. They had the 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 TLC match. Everything that like comes to like into this thing leads to that main event spot. I hope we don't get another Saudi Arabia event. I think we are. <laughs> Listen, I, I, the, the, most important, get, the, the most important the most important thing is that the very first pay per view of January of WWE in January 2019. Is NXT UK takeover? I was gonna say I hope we do get more pay per views that are, and I still call them pay per views. I, I hope that we get more pay per views that are overseas, like outside of, or just whether it's Canada or Mexico, just out of the US. I want to see more pay per views uh, in foreign territories because I think that for me that's fun to watch and to see other wrestler wrestling fans. The way that they react and everything, I, I think that's cool, especially in the UK. All right. So. so we got a lot of fun things to look forward to in 2018. I mean, we we saw a lot of cool things in 2018. 2019 will be fun. Uh, let's... What about? I'm gonna put you on the spot now. What? Do you have any predictions for 2019? Who do you, like? Who you do you say think? That weird. <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean 2019. <laughs> who do you think is going to be? WWE champion at the end of 2019. Yeah, Roman Reigns. No, no, no. That's universal, unless he switches brands. Oh my God! Oh, I'm so sorry because no one cares about the WWE championship. So who's going to be the WWE champion at the end? Good ball. I mean, okay, so Roman Reigns at the end of 2019. Okay, because that would be an amazing story. Uh, and WWE champion at the end of 2000. I'm gonna say AJ Styles. Okay. What about you, Brandon? I don't know. You go first. I'm having a difficult time thinking. I could see Roman Reigns being a good uh, choice for Universal. I then see- again, you don't know how long it takes to, for somebody to get. You know exactly. That's the that's the problem with that. And if they're gonna I mean, I hate to say, cash in on it. I could see it being a res- a nice WrestleMania moment. Nah, I don't think he'll be ready by then. I don't. I don't think that he'll be ready to compete by then either. I mean, I mean, next. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, two thousand ten, uh, two thousand twenty, WrestleMania. Again, for all we know, it could be Cody Rhodes. It's true. I'm gonna say for Universal, I'm going Braun Strowman. And for you think, when, how long do you think Strowman's going to hold the title for? Oh, I'm not ever for uh, like, keep or, in mind, he has no. his match in January for that title. Yeah, I, I think that I, I would go with Braun Strowman as ending the as champion. The so year's you champion. Think, do you think he's going to win it at the Royal Rumble? 
I think that I think so, but I don't think he's going to carry it straight through the year. Um, and then for Universal wise, um, I mean for WWE, I'm going to go with the Miz. Long shot. Okay. I was, I was going to say Miz babyface too. Miz. Babyface Miz. Yeah. I, Why, I would, you, I would you love get to go see. Miz too? Yeah. But I would love to see guys like uh, Almas win the WWE Championship. Yeah, I know. That's more fantasy booking than. But at this point, maybe it's not. I guess. I guess that's really what we're doing, fantasy booking, anyways. Yeah, that's what we are fantasy booking. What about you, Brandon? That I mean, honestly, again, Roman Reigns sounded like a good one, and WWE right. Championship is difficult. I was gonna say Miz, maybe, but I could see the Miz. Especially with the build of Shane McMahon right now. But yeah. that, but I don't know, does that lead... Because if they're going to be like a face tag team, who turns on who? That's got to be Miz being a heel. Not necessarily. Yeah, Shane, but Shane turns on him. Yeah, you could have Shane turn on him. I mean, the McMahons are very yeah. easy to dislike. It's the McMahon family. I don't know. All right, so... Uh, do you want to discuss matches of the year? Well, that's you, you don't listen to the, you don't look at the notes, do you? <laughs> oh, you have notes. We had notes. We discussed this before. I discussed Ooh, this before. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get to let's let's just get to shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, first shameless plug. Go check out Douglas James. Give him a follow at Douglas James Pro. And book him, DouglasJamesPro at gmail.com. Also, go check out Richard Holiday. Go give him a follow at Most Marketable. Go check him out, making a name for himself. Also, go check out Lady Frost at Real Lady Frost on Twitter. Um, she began training. Apparently, this is her first year in pro- professional wrestling. Uh, so her entire her year span was she began training in January. She appeared on Monday Night Raw in March, and she just had a WWE tryout in December. So in January, she started training in December tryout with WWE. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's so impressive. Um, at first Especially I had, if you start in January and you end up on WWE television by March. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not too sure... Yeah, I remember her. Jax. She was in a match too. Wasn't I believe she Jax? put over. Yeah, I believe she put over Nia Jax. What do you mean she put over Nia Jax? I'm, yeah, yeah, it was a squash match. <laughs> but even still, she she had an appearance. I thought that she was in the biz for a while, but no. So totally shocking. Uh, give her a follow at Real Lady Frost and book her Lady Frost Bookings at Gmail dot com. Also. Go check out Victor Benjamin at Real Savage Gent. You can book him. You can book both of them through uh, Savage Gentleman Bookings at gmail.com. All right, Chris, how about the match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Um, well, it's not going to be a match of the week this week, uh, as Dave alluded to, because he doesn't read the notes. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the match of the year. Um, and I want everybody's opinion on this. Uh, my match of the year, I was, I was, I was like thinking about it long and hard. Uh, my, <laughs> um, Johnny Gargano versus Dallaster Black from TakeOver War Games. I think that was my match of the year Ooh. because of the story that it told. 
And as Brandon said, every takeover has been good this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, not, okay, not saying takeover in the past has been bad. No, all of them. Every single takeover has been pretty good. I mean, more memorable than others, but that just told a great story. And I think I watched it a couple times, too, because even like the end, like him saying, you're absolved your sins and hitting the black mass and the way he sold it. Like, I like I remember that from it. I don't remember anything from Kenny Omega versus Okada from the beginning of the year. No. Yeah. And also, okay, that flip. Did you see that thing with um, what's his name, Will Ospreay and Ibushi, where like he flipped out of the hurricane rhino limbs and on his oh, feet? That was yeah. insane. No, the camera guys won that. That wasn't spot of the year. The camera guys <laughs> won that spot of the year because if the camera guys didn't get that over the over the shoulder shot, that wouldn't have been good. Dave. No, that's that's true. Um, so I jotted down a bunch of matches because I couldn't figure out what one my one was, but oh, I did take notes. Oh yeah, I, I, I did take notes, and I I, I did did remember what you said, but I just got into the entire uh, the flow of talking about it all that. So my apologies. That's fine. Um, I wrote down a bunch of them, but one two of them that really stood out to me was the Royal Rumble this year, the Men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's right. You were texting me the whole time, marking out. Yeah, I loved that match. It's been a long time where I was able to actually lose myself in a Royal Rumble and it made me kind of it reminded me of one of the old like 92, 93, 94 Royal Rumbles where you had so much happening and I was such a big fan of the Royal Rumble this year so for me it was probably Royal Rumble and then also that seven man gauntlet match in the beginning of the year on Raw yeah Braun Strowman defeated Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins and The Miz I it was it went on to break the record for the longest raw wrestling match. Uh I think maybe uh, in total wrestling match. I think yeah, but, I think WWE total. Yeah, uh, that was definitely up there for one of my favorites. What I about think, you, Brent? I think the the women's Royal Rumble was really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was really good too. Uh, especially because I think we went into it not knowing if it was going to work. Yeah. Given how it, frazzled they could be. Yeah, it worked. Of course, you had your botches, but it worked. I mean, there were botches in the male Royal Rumble as well. Yeah, but Kelly Kelly was in the... <laughs> it doesn't... No. Don't do it. Also, I think uh, TakeOver Brooklyn 4 last man standing match between Champa and Gargano. Mm. I, I think that was such a really good match. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, some other ones to make mention. I mean, Brandon, you mentioned this a while ago, but Kaliso versus Buddy Murphy. From and, 205 Live. Yeah, 205 Live. I, I mean, he, you know, the thing is, I mean, Gargano really is Mr. Wrestling or whatever, Johnny Wrestling, because, I mean, Gargano versus Champa from, I think it was TakeOver New Orleans, the, mm-hmm. the, the unsanctioned match. I thought that was really good. I'm pretty sure... All the way back to the Royal Rumble one, um, Gargano versus Amos. Yeah, no, like that was a all... that was a really good match as well. I was a fan of Amos versus Black. That was one of my that that's on my list too. And Velveteen Dream. Another match that's on my yeah Velveteen Dream. Another match that I think was one of my favorites that I wrote down. It's like all my favorites I knew came from January February. You had that gauntlet match, the Royal Rumble, and another one from January. 
John Cena versus Finn Balor, the elimination qualifying match on Monday Night Raw. I Even thought that, that was that, that January. Match? Yeah, January 29th. Was that that um street fight on Two Hundred Five Live? Two Hundred Five Live. Oh, oh, is that Mustafa Ali versus Buddy? Yes, really? that was it. Sorry, Rachel just got home and she's the one to that, talk to me. The one that I went to. The the then the, there was a Spanish fly out of the ring through the table or something like that. There was some spot gimmick. Yeah, I believe that was it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I would even toss. What would you say, Roman Reigns versus The Miz, Raw twenty five. Raw uh, That's interesting. I was very happy to see Miz go over and win the championship. Yeah, where the Miz went over. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if that was match of the year, but anyway. Well, for, for, yeah, I think we tossed out a bunch out there. Oh, yeah. what about yeah? Let's get on to it. I was, what I was. You? By the way, I was thinking you were talking about Mustafa Ali versus Hideo Itami. I don't know. That may have been that. No. All right. Yeah. So those were all of our uh, memorable matches of the year. I have mine. There's 18 million. There's, we didn't even talk about indie matches of the year. So, Who anyway, matches? indie independent matches of oh, the year. Oh. We could just say All In was the event of the year. Yeah. Hey, you never know. Uh, anyway, Brandon, who shout out? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout outs. Waka waka. First shout out. We spoke about her so much on the show today, Becky Lynch. I think she's the superstar of the year. She made 2018 very enjoyable. And I hope she continues to climb the, the ladder of WWE. Uh, next up, uh, because I was able to go twice this year, I'm going to give a shout out to Disney World. Uh, Mark. Dude, <laughs> come on. You've been to Disney World. How great is it? It's, it's, if I could go on one vacation every single year, it would be to Disney World. See, like, I can't explain how incredible it, it is to step through, like, any of the parks at Disney World. But it's like... I could tell you the, what, what, it, what it's like. But you... that's for a different park podcast. Oh, oh I thought you were going to, like, say <laughs> what it's like. Oh, okay. I get, light bulb nope. just went on. <laughs> <laughs> finally. The light bulb finally went on. Oh, my. Uh, and then uh, Taylor Swift and Billy Joel combined as the last shout out. I'm glad that I got to see Taylor Swift again. I'm happy I got to see Billy Joel. I'm going to see him next year. Um, and I hope to get to see Taylor Swift. So those are my shout outs. Last of 2018. Now it's time for our Right, our mark out moment of the week. Hootie hootie hoo! Um, anybody want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Yeah, um, yeah. There's so many mark out moments of the week. Well, week. we're gonna do mark out moment of the year. Brandon, Brandon wants to do mark out moment of the week because he's that guy who stepped in, inside Madison Square Garden. The Mac- halls of Madison Square Garden. Okay, so let's do a week first. Go for it, Brandon. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, first I'm going to start with what was actually all kicking off on uh, Christmas Day on WWE Network. They had announced and put up a bunch of new shows, one being uh, Xavier Woods' Arcade Challenge, where he's going, I guess, around to different arcades to play arcades, arcade games. I'm sorry to cut you off. 
and um, I apologize about my tirade of you cutting me off earlier in the show. Uh, but can you say that in the Vince McMahon voice? Which? Xavier Woods Arcade Challenge. Xavier Woods Arcade Challenge. Okay. They also, they also have a botch club hosted by the Good Brothers themselves, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, where Titus O'Neil might have admitted that uh, Royal Rumble gimmick was a uh, a work. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> the slide? Yeah. Really? Whether or not that's uh, just part of the show, you'll never know. Um, and then they had Bo Dallas hosting Kitchen Smackdown, which was basically chopped, kind of. Okay. With WWE superstars, they they were making uh, Italian sausage and peppers, and Alicia Fox is trying to pour in red pepper flakes, okay. and she pours in the largest amount of red pepper flakes I've ever seen to go into one dish, and she goes, "Oops!" and then pours in more. <laughs> I was like, okay. oh, my God. And Mark Henry goes, oh, no, those are red pepper flakes. <laughs> and they had uh, one of the, the guest judge on there uh, was the guy from the, the Knicks that, that Kurt Hawkins took a choke slam from. Enos oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So maybe he will one, one day be a WWE superstar. Uh, and then the, the biggest show that uh, came out on Monday was a brand new episode of Fashion Files. Where they tried to find out who pied Kevin Owens from a few years ago on SmackDown. Where uh, I'm, I'm not happy with the results. I don't actually think they solved the crime. The case, I should say. But aside from that, from uh, from Madison Square Garden, that, that holiday tour show last oh, night. Look. Vince McMahon being there was a complete surprise. I thought That, that was, was actually pretty cool. I thought I that was, that. yeah. Um, and then... During the the tag team championship match, Chad Gable actually teamed up with the Revival to hit a three-man shatter machine on one of the members of AOP. That's cool. I thought that was really cool. And then uh, during that NXT tag team match, Gargano and Ciampa teased the meeting in the middle finisher where, uh, you know, Gargano's super kick and Ciampa's knee. They did that uh, on NXT this past week? Yeah. So uh, whether or not 2019 screams the reformation of DIY except as heels. Seems like it. Uh, I don't know. I, the only way I want that is if they would completely run NXT. If they had – then Johnny Gargano won the United States uh, – whatever it is, the North American Championship. Right. So they had all four, all four belts, and then Candice LeRae won the uh, Women's Championship. Well, is she uh, is she aligned with them or no? No, not at ever, not whatsoever. Right. So, I, again, man, 2019, anything could happen. Yeah. What about your markout moment of the year, Dave? My markout moment of the year. Not one. I mean, just one. Just one. <laughs> ooh, ooh, brother, brother. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan returning to wrestling. Wow, yeah, that's right. That happened this year. That's yeah, big. Daniel Bryan's big uh, announcement I that cried. he's returning. I think yeah, I Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember you telling me that you cried. Hmm. Um, just for the sheer aspect of how awesome it looked, um, the, I think it was NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 this year. Four. At the end of the tag, t- 
whatever, sorry. Um, at the end of the tag team match, when War Raiders came out and mm-hmm. they threw Kyle O'Reilly in the air and gave him that power slam, mm-hmm. at, I marked out and I went completely ballistic for it because it was incredible. That was cool. And, yeah, and that was the first time they did it on TV, and now they just do it to Kyle O'Reilly and every member of AOP besides Roderick Strong all the time. <laughs> Man, that was so awesome. I'm going to go watch that again after this. W- would it be crazy for me to say Nicholas winning a tag team title? <laughs> no, yes. no, 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 that's the most perfect mark out. Like, because that, honestly, like, if not mark out, like, completely unexpected. Yeah. No, I and like the the more and more times that I see that clip, the more and more like I pop over it because it was just such like, it was so funny <laughs> that like <laughs> like no that that can't be a real thing right like somebody has to, and then it's like he's in the match and he wins the title and then he relinquishes yeah. the title the next night on Raw because he has school. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I thought that was that perfect. was funny, but that was a great like '90s era style of wrestling. That you don't get that much. Like you, yeah. I could definitely see something like that being pulled off in conjunction with a work from Boy Meets World that, you know, something <laughs> like, like that Like happened. David Arquette winning the title. Yeah, that, like, yeah that's all <laughs> I, ready to rumble. I, I, I have two uh, close contenders. Okay. One being New Japan and Ring of Honor selling out MSG. Yep. And then another one being New Day as the Brood. Mm. <laughs> yep. Nope. I, yeah, talking yeah, about that's 90s it. and stuff, I totally marked for that. Oh, that was spectacular. In regards to that MSG stuff, it's kind of weird that uh, the Young Bucks announced that they will not be there at all, even though they yeah. have that championship match in January. Like, what if they win the titles? They're still not going to be there. But mm-hmm. the titles. It's, it's weird because I would have to say that they're probably the reason why, along with Cody Rhodes – like they have to be the reason why that happened where yeah. they saw the popularity of all in. They're like, absolutely. We're going to give ring of honor and new Japan pro wrestling. This, this spot. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. 2019 is going to be nuts. Because when that, when that show was first, like a rumored thing, just like any sort of show at ring of, at the garden, I'm pretty sure the rumored venue was the theater. At Madison Square Garden? Yeah. And then and then All In happened, and WWE didn't choose the Garden for any WrestleMania activities. Yeah. We still don't know where Access is. Can There's probably just, conventions. Can, can you name a place? Well, it's not going to speak. Uh, say, NYWC Sportatorium. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Aren't they hosting like, events? I don't know. If that I don't are. know. Sorry, I, I totally interrupted you on that one. But no, 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 it's fine. Where the apology, the apology episode. Yes. The interruptions and apologies. The Canadian <laughs> episode. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> sorry if we offended no, no you, offense, Canada. No offense to Canada or Canadian. Yeah, no offense, Canada. Sorry. So sorry. No, but, no. All right. Yeah, so 2019 is going to be nuts. And speaking of nuts, I can't wait to go to Joey Ryan's show WrestleMania weekend. Oh, God. Speaking of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to... What are you gonna go to the uh, that Bullet Club uh... Bullet Club barbecue? No, I'm yeah. good. I'm not going to WrestleMania. Well, it's a, you don't have to go to WrestleMania. You go to the barbecue. I know, but that's still me going to New Jersey. To New Jersey, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna go to Mania. I don't know if I'm gonna go to any events besides the New Japan. I don't know. I was thinking about like if it's like Thursday, I want to go. Mm-hmm. Friday, 
I don't know. I want to go to that Joey Ryan thing because I know it's going to be. It should be Joey Ryan versus Val Venus. Wait, what? That Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan has his own event at WrestleCon. It's, it's actually booked right now or no? Joey no. Ryan male appendage party? Yes, it is. He said well, it I mean, like, should be. Oh, it should be. It should be him versus Val Venus. Okay. Yeah, that's what, no, that's what the How great would that be? That'd be funny. Or it could be Val Venus and, uh, and Joey Ryan versus the Dicks. Oh, maybe. <laughs> that's great. You never know. Oh, that's spectacular. All right. Well, I think we should put a feather in the cap that is marking out in 2018. And step before the ho train. What? <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's I'm, add a marking out. I'm sorry. Uh, the ho train. Joey Ryan, Val Venus, and the Godfather <laughs> versus the Dicks. Oh, and what was that dude's name? Big Dick Johnson. Yes, no, <laughs> Big Dick Johnson and Billy and Chuck. You think they do it? Does Columbus to wrestle? Interference know. by hand. <laughs> hey, young Mark Henry's son. No, but then you'd have to get Rico to take team with them. Oh, man. And then you got to get Eric Bischoff. <laughs> and then you just have to have Jim Cornette spend it in a shark tank above I the ring. I can't believe this match is happening. <laughs> Yeah, Jim Cornette's still going to be a thing in 2019. Unfortunate. Uh, all right, close us like out Jim. here, Brandon. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for partaking in another year of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This was episode 412. If you care to buy some merchandise, head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash Out. If you want to watch that episode of uh, Cooking with Brandon that Chris said didn't do so hot, which I went and looked at, didn't do so hot. <laughs> Go to youtube.com slash marking out 11. Check us out. Facebook.com slash marking out. Twitter.com at marking out. Uh, at BTTG161. At Chris Sweendog. At Dave the Rave underscore MO. You can check us out. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and markingout.com. It's our website. And we wish you. We wish you. The best of luck in your future endeavors. Happy New Year! Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year. Happy New Year! 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 Happy New Year!